0: Good evening, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Mythos Unit with Listen to These Nerds. My name is Chris, and I'm going to be running the game tonight, as always. Starting at the top of the channel and going downwards for our players, we have... Uh, Hello,
1: I'm Harry, I'll be playing Franklin Blackmore.
2: Hi, I'm Joe, I'm going to be playing Quincy Adams. Hi, I'm John, I'll be playing Tony Megalos.
3: And I'm Jonathan, and I'm going to be playing Inspector Adam Lavender.
0: Okay, well... For last week's game, I believe that all of you guys realized that with everything going on with the McCarthy family, that something had to be done. And so after prying some information out of, well, your boss turned traitor, uh, Colin Buttermaker, you were able to figure a few things out and basically uh, got yourselves an an ace in the hole when it came to pulling one over on the McCarthys. However... Uh, you guys were also screwed over in a way yourselves when, uh, Quincy's boy, John, was unceremoniously kidnapped. So, as a result of that, uh, you guys found yourselves with a deadline to basically go after the McCarthys, and later that night, you were able to put together a bit of an impromptu strike force. And with that, uh, yourselves, plus the other members of the Mythos unit, uh, Jack Houston and Thelestra, the newest sort of recruit slash uh, former vigilante um connor carson and everybody's favorite uh resident vampire ward sophie so the eight of you put together decided to launch a raid against the mccarthy base and after a quick distraction you were able to divest a number of troops and uh misdirect them over to some of their holdings and with their absence, you decided to hit the base for everything it was worth. And so we're picking back up again with Quincy just having launched a massive fireball at the uh, security booth right outside the compound where the McCarthys are holding up shop. I, so, I think you meant
4: Tony. Hmm? I think you meant Tony, not Quincy.
0: I am so sorry. Let me
1: pause. <laughs> I
2: got really confused because I was like, <laughs> wait... I did what?
1: <laughs> Quincy had the ability to throw fireballs this whole time. Like, he just never told us. I'm like, ah. i get
2: my own character sheet, I'm like, did I get like an item?
0: <laughs> How about I rephrase that? It's yeah. It was Tony who launched the first opening salvo by creating a massive fireball and detonating the security booth directly outside of the base.
1: Ah, yes. Quincy casts a grenade.
0: Mm. Truly the most powerful of all myth spells and we are gonna launch right into combat and so for this i'm gonna ask all of you guys to roll with initiative by taking okay. your sense modifier and adding your uh 2d10 to it holy shit
1: uh let's see what that ends up being well tony is going last uh
3: i got 12. i got 21. damn nice. it! i got four i'm at a 17.
0: thank you thank you thank you okay
3: uh, do we want, um, for the uh, NPCs like uh, Sophie and Connor, are, are you just going to handle them all, Chris?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to expedite their turns and I'm going to make very quick decisions for them. Okay. So yeah, I'll try to, you know, get to the meat of the action, because we've got a lot of people in play for this run, given the oh, backups I, you brought along. Before we um, dive in, can, can I ask a, a question?
3: It's been a couple of weeks since we did this. Uh, all I remember is that somewhere, a couple blocks away... We have an orbital bombardment squad, but I don't remember how that works or what it actually
0: does. You do have Fitz and Pepper. Uh, You did give them a couple of rifles and Tony scaled them up to operate at a very long range. And basically they're camped out in a car several blocks away. And you don't worry about those two and you just let me handle those two, okay? If I remember correctly,
1: they were also brought along because Quincy wanted someone to be like, okay, once I have John, get him out of here. Right, yeah. Uh, basically, so. That's and also, uh, they weren't rifles, they are basically just highly advanced squirt bottles.
0: <laughs> yes, loaded up to operate at an incredibly long range, and basically filled with I believe it was something along the lines of like um, pressurized xeronium um, or something like that?
1: Yeah, xeronium duff.
0: Thank you, yes.
1: So, Imagine yeah. like a Febreze bottle with a bipod on it.
0: It's like mm-hmm. a
3: confetti cannon, but also a mortar. Yes. <laughs> it's a confetti artillery, if you will. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> okay. And... Alright, I'm finishing up some quick rolls on my end, but I will be ready with initiative scores in just a sec. So...
3: Launch birthday attacks are fire! <sighs> mm. So, Harry, I think... Uh, am I right in that Franklin and Adam were both going to go through the roof? Yes,
1: uh, if okay. I remember correctly, cool. the plan was Connor, Tony, and somebody else would basically act as like a frontal strike force, while Thalestra, Quincy, uh, Blackmore, Lavender, and Sophie all went in through a skylight that we had spotted on the top of the building.
0: Great. Okay, right. Quincy here. So yeah, I believe it's five up top, three down below.
1: Yeah. So Who's the Tony third and- person with uh, Tony and Connor?
0: Uh, Uh, that would be Jack Houston. Right! So, yeah, you've divided up your forces accordingly. You're, uh, having Tony and the others, uh, basically going through the front while you guys rip a hole in through above. So, uh, let's... Okay. Okay. And with that, um, yeah, I think we're, uh, good to start things off now. Um... So Franklin, uh, we're gonna go to you first as you see a massive explosion in the parking lot and you know that this is your cue. All right, So Yeah, yeah. looking in through the skylight, you can see a number of shipping containers in the massive warehouse down below and a number of men that seem to be like, you know, guards that have been armed with, uh, you know, submachine guns and assault rifles and things like that, hearing the noise, and uh, they are all running towards the entrance of the building to take a look.
1: All right, uh, um, so it's just like a bunch of shipping containers stacked on top of each other?
0: It looks like it, but um, tell you what, you can roll me a perception check if you like.
1: All right. Oh yes, and John is reminding us that everyone has those bullet charms from uh, that Tony made.
0: Yes, you are all aware that you are bulletproof. The same uh... cannot be said for the McCarthy. <laughs>
1: Uh, where's perception? There it is,
0: uh, 19. All right, um, okay, so taking a look around, you do also see kind of like a freight elevator over on one side of the facility that um, it comes up with a couple of guys standing on it. Uh, They also have weapons as well, and they are running over. Looking at it, Franklin, you don't see any other, like, entrances or, you know, things that would lead downwards but you do remember that there is a, an entire base below this warehouse, so presumably that is the only way down you can see at the moment.
1: Okay, so um, like there's no cells or anything like that where the myths are being kept on the top level from what I can see.
0: Uh, from what you can see, uh, given that the McCarthy's have tried to keep this under wraps, you are guessing that they are, they've are they kept this entire area of business as usual were anybody to come not.
1: All right um okay uh these skylights are they the type that you can like open up or are these ones like literally just hey this is to let light in so it's like solid panes of glass
0: uh solid panes of glass if you want to go through them you're gonna have to do so the cinematic way
1: okay well uh let's not ruin the element of surprise quite yet um can you ghost through them that's what I'm thinking, is that I just go through and head to the elevator. Another, uh, the option,
0: yeah, another option is that you can delay an action if you like, and move whenever, um, you know, something happens.
1: All right, so first thing I'll do is I'm going to um, radio in to these guys, basically saying, like, okay, you know, top level looks clean, but there's a freight elevator in the back. That's probably where they're keeping the myths you know Mm. just to give them a thing and then uh, yeah I will spend the full turn action to go ghost
0: effectively okay so you turn ghost and uh, quickly hover in the air as your ethereal self watching uh, down below and waiting for people to clear out before delaying your action to be able to move in once everything is you know uh, once you have an opportunity
1: well it's not delaying my action going ghost is
0: all like a full round action alright if it's a full round action then that's fine too yeah so yeah and with that uh all of the men inside like i will go to tony for this you see that a number of men are running out of the facility as basically um yeah this enormous sort of garage door is opening up and a bunch of guys are coming out with uh basically automatic weapons and things like that they see you and connor and jack and they're shouting at each other, and they're all basically getting behind some large vans and cars in front of the facility, taking up cover behind them, and they are going to start opening fire on all of them.
4: But, uh, um, yeah. Sorry, J- just a reminder, the uh, explosion lingers, so there is a right. giant cloud of a, uh, a 35-foot radius cloud of uh, gas. Yes. Of burning is, gas, it, it, currently occupying where their uh, security station used to be, so they can't hide anywhere near there.
0: Right. They um they are well away from that cloud. They are basically at a far enough distance away that they can fire at you without having to go into the cloud.
2: Can they see us through the
0: cloud, though? Uh, John, does it have an obscuring effect? It does not. Okay. okay. Cool. Then it is just, yeah, it is fire, but they can still see you through it. So basically, out of the burning flames, because... Come, uh, hundreds of whizzing bullets that basically impact all three of you but um, even as Jack instinctively throws up his shield and Connor ducks low yeah, the bullets are just bouncing off of all three of you completely harmless and then it's going to go to Connor's turn who's going to run forward amidst the hail of gunfire into the burning wreckage of the security building uh, and yeah he is going to basically grab the guy who's still in there on fire uh run through the cloud still dragging the guy behind him and basically like uh roll him like a bowling ball along the ground having two effects of simultaneously putting him out through sheer momentum of stop drop and roll but also smacking him into the side of a car and knocking him unconscious yeah and then adam it's going to be oh. <laughs> uh interesting timing uh pause jonathan said brb so he's taking care of some stuff so i will quickly jump over to uh yeah it's gonna be the lesser's turn next so she's just gonna look at all of you and turning to you uh franklin she's just going to say say when we descend
1: Uh, i'm just trying to figure out if there's a way that we could do this with everybody getting in silently
0: hmm um, you're trying to figure that out, but it looks like most of the guys inside have come out and are firing upon the group. There are still a couple more dudes that seem to be coming it out from some back rooms, like maybe about two, three of them. But as you watch, among their number is, uh, that woman that you remember from earlier. It's Elizabeth Chambers, aka Elizabeth McCarthy. Uh. And she seems to be barking some orders at the men before pointing. And they are running off ahead of you.
2: Couldn't we get the Lestra to go kind of salt snake in there and, like, choke out some people for us? That's what I was figuring. Like,
1: um, I was thinking she could probably, like, web up one of the windows and literally just, like, pull it out.
2: Yeah. Like, I feel like with her ability... Well, you depend... It Yeah, it really depends. Because you could, presumably with an adhesive like that, you could just, like cover it and then hit it and then kind of like pull the entire sheet out right oh yeah the
1: old uh spark plug method yeah so yeah uh i'm gonna instruct Philestra to basically web up one of the windows and then shatter it and then just kind of pull the bits out and mm-hmm. that way everyone now has a way of getting in without making a whole bunch of noise
0: okay um i will say that although i would ask for um You know what? I'm gonna ask you to make a stealth check with Advantage. Uh, uh, for the sake of... mm, yeah, because there was a lot of gunfire going on, so... Basically, it... yeah.
2: What's Thelestra's modifier? That... that... Mm. I I presume she's the one rolling it, not Harry. Yes, I
0: I apologize. Sorry, I'm just thinking out loud to myself. Uh... So, that is an excellent question. Let's see what she gets. Because she has an insanely high modifier for this. Okay. Um, yeah, I will say that, um, she quickly goes into her full-on centaur spider form, and quickly skittering over, yeah, to the window, actually, where you all are, she actually, um, takes out her hand with this, you know, long, razor-sharp, chitinous, clawed fingertip, and just traces a quick circle on the glass before grabbing it with both hands and quickly lifting it off and setting it to one side. And now there is a circle... Large enough for a person or spider person to go through, without having to worry about uh, breaking any glass. And she quickly skitters down and along the top of the ceiling over to one of the far walls. And yeah, basically she has moved into position and is ready to strike whenever you guys are.
4: All right. Uh she's going to begin beca- begin Arkham Asyluming the these
0: goons. <laughs> yeah. You can, um, the
4: detective vision
2: starts. They're all like,
0: "Oh, what's happening?" Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're at the stage when they're still uh, brave enough to talk shit to Batman. They're not at the point where they're uh, full-on panicking.
2: What, what if Batman ate them every time he pulled one of them up, though? I feel like that would change the game a lot. <laughs> this implies that Batman doesn't eat criminals in some
1: form or another.
0: Mm. So anyhow, um, let's just quickly see. Okay, so Jonathan, uh, it is your turn for this. So, you are up above watching. Um, Thalestra just went past you, opened up the window, and has silently gone inside. And there are a couple of dudes in here right now, including Elizabeth Chambers, who's directing them to go outside and just basically assault everyone uh, in the parking lot. Jonathan.
3: (laughs) Oh, sorry. Yes, I was muted. If I remember correctly, um, we were on a a rooftop just opposite, like across the street or something.
1: Uh, I think it's assumed that we kind of jumped over here once, uh, Tony did the big kaboom. Okay. Yes, exactly. Because we think everyone on the roof has some sort of mobility powers that makes it trivial. Exactly. Yes.
3: Yes. Okay. In that case, uh, okay, I'm also going to go inside the window. How visible is the window uh, from the rest of the, the warehouse? Do I need to make, a, like, a stealth check, or...?
0: you can make a stealth check you are making with it with advantage because everybody inside is incredibly distracted right now
3: okay so hmm it really seems like Elizabeth Chambers is the only one who's directing all of these goons that's interesting
0: uh it looks like uh, she is the boss right now for uh you're not sure why exactly that's as no- opposed to like as opposed to Finn McCarthy
3: okay that's not what i would have expected um okay yeah i'm going to make a stealth check just to keep myself hidden, um, you said with advantage, so roll twice. Uh, let's see, that's that's nine. Okay, so uh, total, uh, pretty good,
0: 27. 27? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so with your vampiric abilities, are you using your ability to move along walls and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so you quickly, like... um. Yeah, crawl inside, going along the walls on all fours, basically, like full-on Spider-Man, and with vampiric speed, uh, you are behind one of the shipping containers in a matter of moments, watching from behind as, yeah, uh, more... Yeah, it, it looks... it From the sounds of things, it is pure chaos outside, and more of the men that are inside the building are going to take a look. Are you going to do anything else, like try to pick them off, or are you going to wait in position for somebody else to make more of an you know, an overt form of attack.
3: I have something that I want to do, but I, I'm kind of out of moves. I'm going to need a full turn to do it. So um, I'm going to uh, just pop in on the radio uh, and say, uh, I'll take Chambers. And then I'm going to use the rest of my action to use my uh, change form ability to change my form to look exactly like Elizabeth Chambers.
0: Okay, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, uh, this is going to be interesting. So yes. um, while you do that, we are going to go to Jack quickly outside, who is advancing under the hail of fire. And uh, with an enormous leap, it he is carried full on over the burning cloud and basically is uh, lands behind one of the vans. And as all of the men with machine guns turn to face him, he advances on the nearest one, flicking out his uh, liquid blade. And with a quick rapid slash, he immediately incapacitates the man in a single hit. As he falls to the ground, uh, bleeding and screaming from a giant rent uh, going across uh, the front of his Then after Jack, it is going to go to Quincy. Uh,
2: okay, so I'm on the roof then with everybody else? You are yes. on the
0: roof with everyone else.
2: Um, I assume I can't... Hmm. I can fall from any distance, so... Uh, without getting hurt. So I'm going to aim for... Uh, I guess I'll do acrobatics to aim for a spot where I won't be seen. Mm. Or is that stealth?
0: Uh, that would be stealth.
2: Okay. That is... Total, that's uh, 18.
0: Okay. um, I'm going to say that you fall to the ground catching yourself in a three-point stance and immediately hurry behind some some large boxes, but as you do so, Elizabeth Chambers, her it's like uh, she suddenly tenses, her ears twitching in a way that no human ears ever should as her head slowly turns to where you are. She watches the boxes for a moment, then uh, whispers something to one of her nearby men and points over at the boxes. And I will say that, Adam, uh, because you are hidden and they don't see you, you are able to see this. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah and it's at this point that up above um the only two people still left on the roof are sophie and franklin so franklin this um vampire who looks like a 10 year old girl eh, who is just basically uh ripped like a chainsaw is uh just watching all of this and is practically foaming at the mouth as her hands are digging into the roof and she is just watching uh elizabeth chambers with the most murderous expression possible on her face, fangs fully bare. Sophie, remember, no murder. Ah! <sighs> uh, ah! Right! No murder! That leaves a lot open for what else I can do to her! You want me to take care of her now?
1: Uh... Can we use the distraction, or do we want her to just get into position with Lavender? Um,
3: uh, I, I have a plan to take care of Oh, actually, yeah, I have a plan to take care of uh, Chambers, but it would be better if I could have someone to help me, so... All right, um, yeah, then
1: Blackboard will just go, all right, assist Lavender.
0: And with, um, yeah, are you going to be specific in that? <laughs> Make trouble for Chambers, but leave her alive. Oh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, she just lets out this absolute hackle of delight, and suddenly there is a sound like a sonic boom, and everybody inside the warehouse watches... As it basically looks like... Uh, Elizabeth Chambers was pointing over to the boxes one moment. The next moment, it is like she has been hit with a railgun. As she is basically flung across the entire length of the warehouse. And yeah, uh, Sophie is basically on her. Uh, clutching at her clothing. Like, basically... Um, yeah, punching her over and over again like a rapid-fire machine gun, just roaring. Time for round two, bitch! And so with that, it is go to gonna go to Tony's side.
2: Wow, well, I guess it doesn't matter. I failed that stealth check. <laughs> well, yep. Um, I mean, um, Tony will aim
4: for the next biggest group of guys and fire off another fireball.
0: Okay. So you do see another van further off uh, with a number of guys behind it who um, are, they, it's like they've stopped their fire upon realizing that nothing is happening to you. And so you take this opportunity to launch a fireball at them. So roll me some damage for it, please. All right.
4: Uh, remember that they can uh, reflect for half,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
4: 17 damage.
0: Excellent. Okay. Um, yeah, they do not make that safe. so as a result of this, uh, yeah, basically, you aim at the van, and with a whoosh of your bellows, suddenly the entire vehicle goes up, and all you can hear are just, uh, basically, like, four separate screams as men are throwing themselves in all direction, uh, their clothes visibly on fire as, basically, they're sent, uh, they are completely scattered and routed. And it's exactly at this point that one of the men behind the van, uh, rolling to a halt, like stands up, still bloodied. He aims his hand at you, Tony, uh, and it begins to look as though it is completely frosted over, like it is turning to ice, and he is growing a massive icicle out of his palm. Just as he brings it down to aim at you, Suddenly, there is a boom, and he is impacted from the side in a cloud of shimmering dust as he falls over onto the ground, coughing and sputtering. He tries to bring his hand up again, but suddenly all of the ice on his arm is melting off in a sheet that's forming a puddle on the ground. And you kind of, like, glance over to the left, and you can't even see the car that Fitz and Pepper are presumably parked in.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's... That's essentially what Tony was was hoping for.
0: (laughs) Yep. Okay, and then we're going to go back up to the top of initiative. Franklin, it's your turn. You're on the roof, and uh, Sophie just basically uh, has initiated the fight in the most obvious way possible.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, on the one hand, Franklin could get into position to drop down and create some problems. On the Hmm. other hand, he still has to plant the dispersion device, and we still haven't managed to see where the myths are. Mm -hmm. So Franklin is going to probably think that, okay, I think these guys have it handled. He's going to find out what's down that elevator. So he's going to run down the length of the warehouse, kind of just fall through the roof, land next to the elevator, and uh, get on and see if he can ride it down. Just Just sink
0: through the floor? Pretty much, yeah. All right, so you sink through the roof, and as the fight in the warehouse just begins to completely go off, You land on the elevator, um, are you basically going to activate it to carry you downwards? Yes. Okay, so you activate the controls on the elevator, and you immediately uh, begin to descend. It is grinding downwards, but then suddenly there is a noise of shrieking gears as you look down, there are plants wrapping themselves all uh, through the machinery and just gumming up the works and completely choking this thing as it grinds to a halt. Um, You're not sure what's going on, but looking uh, downwards through the floorboards, uh, or sorry, um, I will say it's the sort of elevator that's open enough that you can see the lower floor as you're halfway down.
1: Yeah, it's like one of those open freight elevators.
0: Yes, exactly. And slowly walking towards you, hands outstretched with a completely blank expression on her face, is the Dryad Spring Meadow. Ah, nuts. (laughs) Yup. And, yeah, more and more plants are just completely obscuring uh, your movement downwards, but, yeah, basically you were able to use your movements to get to the elevator and uh, you still have an action remaining.
1: Okay. So, um, Spring Meadow is on, like, the the floor that the elevator's heading towards, right?
0: Yes, exactly. She's about uh, 30 feet down or so.
1: Okay. Uh, I think dismissing my ghost form is a free action, but then I have to work on using. Um, you know what? If she's concentrating on me, she's not a problem for the others. So I'm just gonna like try and taunt her, and then move past her further into the facility. Okay. So Uh, um, doesn't
4: uh, Blackmore have have the zirconium gun? I do, but I have
1: piss poor aim with uh range attacks. Yeah, but you can use the, the, the area dispersal mode to just turn off her plant. Um, can I, oh, wait, is it not, like, one-time use? Can I do that multiple times? Yeah, no, it's it's a, it, the, the, the weapon can be
4: used as long as you, it works for one, for one, uh, combat session.
1: Oh, all forward. right then. Well, then, yeah, I will do that then. So I will unghost, yep. pull out the, um, the dispersal device,
2: yep. and... Wait, 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 before you fire it, would that just kill her too if she if she's in the cloud? Uh, nope. the
4: uh, The stats on the on the thing are it's a nullify effect. Uh, ah, okay. it'll yeah. It'll turn off. A, assuming she doesn't have a myth power that 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 is. <laughs> I'm alive. alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you this imagine? is when we
1: find out that photosynthesis is actually magic. <laughs>
4: Yeah, uh she should be
1: fine. alright, so yeah, I will uh I will undust my I will unghost and then yep. I will uh basically give the area a thorough dusting.
0: Okay. So uh you um just to check, the device. Um what sort of form does it take, Tony? Um so it's basically just like it is
4: effectively a squirt gun with just like you can adjust the nozzle to from like from a wide area spray, which is the the, the dusting mode, uh, to a very, 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 very narrow spray, which is the sniper mode.
0: Mm, okay. So, alright. So, basically, you uh, get it to wide spray mode, uh, Franklin. Okay. So, for this, uh, Franklin, roll me 2d10, and what is the rank of this ability, John? It's rank 7. Okay. Roll me 2d10 and add 7. Uh, That is 16. Twenty-three. I myself rolled a twenty-five. So, Damn. yeah. So you try to spritz it, and this zeronium-laced, uh, yes, yeah, spray goes onto the vines that begin shriveling for a moment, but then, uh, basically, Spring Meadow's hands tighten, and plant-like veins stand out against her temples, and suddenly the vines are constricting even further, and you can hear like metal shrieking underneath the vines as they continue to buckle and pressurize on, uh, yeah, the, uh, compartment that you're in. Okay. So despite your best efforts, Franklin, uh, it looks as though Spring Meadow is a lot stronger than any of you may have assumed her. Mm-hmm. So then it's gonna go to the minions up above. So I'm gonna say that there are, yeah, about... Well, a number of guys remaining, and all of them realizing that um, you guys seem to be bulletproof in the looks of things, uh, it looks like they're going to start launching some attacks against all of you. So three of them are basically going to attack Jack in a number of attacks, two of which manage to land. And he's going to take... Uh, is Jack standing next to Tony? Uh, no, Jack is a... Tony is... Still nearish the, um, security booth. Jack and Car- uh, Connor have both basically advanced into the parking lot on the inside of the facility.
4: Okay, just checking. I do have interpose if he was n- nearby. Ah, okay.
0: So, all right. So, suddenly, uh, yeah, um, this lance of fire seems to clip uh, Jack in the side as he lets out a cry of pain. While simultaneously, another guy rushes forward and just punches him full on in the stomach. And it sends Jack sprawling back about maybe 15 feet or so as his heels dig into the pavement. And yeah, it looks as though Jack's been hit for a decent amount of damage at the very least. So um, as he's clutching his stomach, looking obviously winded as a result of that, uh, it is going to go to some other minions who are now attacking Connor and two of them manage to hit. Alright, uh, one of them begins to reach out to him and pulling both hands downward, suddenly um, Connor's ankles are sinking into the asphalt as he's struggling forward as if wading through quicksand, while another guy uh, basically throws a grenade directly at him, and it bounces for a moment before full-on detonating, and Connor, uh, despite taking the full force of the blast, looks obviously um charred and singed but doesn't seem to have been hurt too too badly like this guy is way like he obviously has myth abilities that add to his resilience so he seems to be relatively okay despite near taking almost a full grenade to the face and then yeah two guys are also going to notice uh you um tony and they are going to launch attacks against you as well so Okay, both of those are a hit because you're a big target. And what is your toughness score, if I might ask? Uh, my toughness score is, uh,
4: my my overall damage reduction is 14.
0: 14, thank you. Okay, so with that, let's see here. So yeah, there is a spark of electricity that one of them fires at you and it glances off your armor Um, but another one is able to basically send some barbed wire vines twisting through the pavement and they begin uh, just whiplashing you repeatedly and you can feel these deep lacerations cutting through your flesh dealing you about uh, let's see I'm just doing the math Uh, that is uh, three points of damage total so that brings you down to 47 hit pull Mm
3: -hmm.
0: oh no only 47 hit points. You, you fool! Baby. You've
2: activated Tony's ultimate <laughs> ability. When he takes any damage, he regenerates 300 armor!
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh no, I'm bloodied,
2: he says, wiping the paper cut off of his
0: finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, inside of the warehouse, um, yeah, I will say that the two guys inside there, having not noticed any of you, are going to run over and try to help out their boss, who was just Uh, full-on tackled at supersonic speed by a vampire. So they have their guns at the ready and they're going to fire at Sophie, who is going to do the vampire uh, thing and suddenly disappear from sight, blurring around the room as they basically try to fire wildly in all directions. And then, after those guys, now it's going to go to Connor's turn. So he is going to grab one of the cars that is parked nearby and throw it at another group of minions. So... They're going to roll a reflex saving throw. It's going to fail. He's going to roll for damage. And okay. So basically, um, a number of uh, the McCarthy minions that were basically, after throwing that grenade at him, he grabs the car immediately to his left, hoists it over his head, and basically rearing back, he full-on throws it at the men who are immediately nearby him. They don't even have time to duck as it tumbles through them, uh, basically sending them scattering. And yeah, uh, three guys have been knocked to the ground by this and it doesn't look like they're getting up anytime soon. And after him, it's going to go to Adam's turn. Okay,
3: great. So there are only two uh, goons still inside the warehouse, right? Uh, It looks like, yes. Okay.
0: But there oh, well, is- the-
3: yeah the best slate plans of mice and men right uh yeah. all right um so uh you said that Sophie was like running around the room evading the bullets but i'm assuming that she's still like has uh um i'm forgetting her name elizabeth elizabeth yes still has elizabeth like under wraps
0: um. Yeah. Elizabeth is getting to her feet. Um. Eyes trained on the blur that is basically zipping around the room, at a speed so fast, oh, your eyes can't even follow her.
3: Right. And she has, maybe vamp abilities. Okay. That's
0: bad. Uh, she absolutely She absolutely has vamp abilities. Buttermaker told you that because of how the mind control abilities work, she has made a forcible pact with uh, Boris.
3: I see. Okay.
0: Whew. Yeah,
3: that's not good,
0: huh?
3: mm Hmm. Um. Okay. Well, she's obviously priority number one. Hmm. I'm just thinking if it would be better to, to focus on her or if I should try and take out the goons uh, from a like a hidden position. Hmm. Um. But you know what? Uh, there's multiple people in this fight, so uh, let's just uh, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> um, Adam is also going to uh, kind of uh. uh remove himself from protective cover and uh, jump out from behind the crates uh, and go try and do a, a non-lethal takedown.
0: Also, you are still disguised as Elizabeth Chambers, right? Oh yeah, that's just uh, added
3: bonus stuff. He's not gonna take that down.
0: Excellent, okay. Roll me a melee attack roll. Okay.
3: Uh... Okay, that is an 18. That's gonna be a hit.
0: Roll me some damage for this, please.
3: Okay, great. Um, I'm not power attacking on this, uh, mm. so it's just uh, just the standard damage, but uh, I do have seven ranks in armor piercing.
0: Excellent. So, basically, as a result of this, um, this guy is going to have no damage resistance to your ability whatsoever. Okay. Hey, Great. boss, I will! Yeah. Mm. Uh,
3: okay. Uh, wow. Uh, rolled max damage. That's 12 damage.
0: Um. Okay. So, how? sorry, how much did you roll?
3: Uh, 12 damage. The standard damage for unarmed is just 2d6.
0: Okay, so basically you uh, launch forward and basically, um, yeah you punch the guy directly between his shoulder blades. He lets out a, and staggers forward uh, clearly winded. Spinning around, he aims his gun at you and sees uh, his boss, and he's just Boss? And yeah, in the confusion, uh, yeah, the other guy turns around and sees you as well, and for a moment, they are completely flabbergasted, and this is all the opportunity that Celestra needs on her turn to also uh, make an attack as well. So perfect. Yeah. Um. So. She descends from above just leaping off of the wall um all six spider legs extended as she literally drops onto the other guy who doesn't even have a chance to scream as she wraps her hands around his mouth and quickly um wrapping her uh wrapping her spider strands around his throat she immediately begins choking off his windpipe as she drags him backwards behind one of the nearby containers So yeah, all of that happened in the blink of an eye. And meanwhile, as she uh, does her terrifying spider lady thing, it's going to go to Jack's turn. So let's see. All right, so sensing that he's under some heavy fire, he is going to use uh, his hydrokinesis ability, and he's going to put up a water wall to defend himself and provide some cover against the attacks of the enemy. And then it's going to go to Quincy's turn.
2: (laughs) So Quincy just, like, landed? was mildly threatened and like all hell broke loose. Like she's yeah. like kind of looking around. It's like, mm. um, so, yeah, what uh, is, what you... is, so what is there in this room? Kind of so. A, a part...
0: So there is Elizabeth Chambers who is watching uh, the walls repeatedly, um, getting ready to uh, move on. Uh, well, you're you're guessing that she's getting ready to make an action soon. Uh, she's just watching the blur around the room that is Sophie. There's also one other guy that was attacked um, by uh, Adam, but he's knocked down just yet. The other fellow was dragged behind a container by Thelestra, who you actually see as she is just choking uh, the, the life out of this guy, his eyes bulging out of their sockets soundlessly. She just sees you with one hand still choking the guy. She waves at you with the other.
2: Uh, Quincy waves back. Um... Uh, puts his hand up and says, uh, don't, don't go too far now. <laughs> uh, and he's Does gonna... the international symbol of ease off Yeah. Mm. Um, and, uh, Quincy's going to go, f- try to go, They seem like they've got it handled up here. He's also gonna try to go down, uh, to the, to the basement, see if he can find the other mints.
0: Okay, so, so you see the elevator on the far- <laughs> Quincy's
2: just, like, opening doors and, like, looking inside, like, nope. Nope.
0: Yeah, Oh, um... the elevator. You do see the elevator on the other side of the room that descended downward with uh, Franklin on it, and you're guessing <clears> that he may need some backup. Oh
2: no! Why would I expect that? I'm just gonna go down. <laughs> okay. So uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna go down the. I'm gonna go down the, down the elevator.
0: Okay, so you uh, quickly run over to the elevator, and with a hop, you go down maybe about. Uh, excuse me. Uh, maybe down. It's like about a 40-foot drop or so, but you quickly land on the elevator. Turning around, you can see, uh, yeah, Spring Meadow actually has both of her hands up, and she is basically choking off the elevator, which is buckling underneath the pressure of plants that are trying to crush it.
2: Okay. Um, so wait, is my turn done, or?
0: Uh, no. That was your movement deck.
2: Okay. Can I stealth up behind her?
0: Um, not really. You have landed directly on the elevator where Franklin is, and she is watching the both of
2: you. Ah.
1: Oh, uh, hello, Blackmore. Quincy? Um, uh, tried the spray, but unless we manage to get closer to her, I think she's got it beat. <laughs> oh, did you talk to her? <laughs>
0: uh, I, uh, hello, hello, Spring Meadow. She says nothing.
1: I, uh, I, you know, remember... What was the name of the kid from the mailroom again? Ian. The one that we first, uh, took the collar off? Yes, that was Ian. Ian. So, yeah, it's like, remember Ian? And Blackmore taps the side of his, uh, neck with two fingers. Oh, hmm. Hence the want to get close to her. If you could somehow get me out of this elevator, though, that'd be real nice as if the walls slowly begin constricting.
2: Uh, okay. Um, can Quinty, like, pry anything open, like, within the vicinity? Like, the door, are the the doors, can you pry the doors open so we can just kind of jump into the main shaft?
0: Uh, yeah, the doors are closed at the moment. You could try to pry them open if you...
2: Sure, I will do that with my super strength. Okay. That is a, um, strength plus, uh, 17. Uh, okay. How much effective extra strength does super strength give you?
0: How many ranks do you have?
2: I have two ranks of super strength.
0: Okay. I will say that's enough. So quickly grabbing onto the doors that are already beginning to buckle inside of the frame. so. Even if she stopped doing this, you wouldn't be able to open them without some force. You just grab them and begin to pull inward, and suddenly they begin to twist even further, and with one wrench, you are able to send them shrieking off of their hinges in a spray of sparks. And now both you and Franklin have a way to get out of here. Much
2: obliged. Uh, does an after-you pose (laughs) and movement.
0: Okay. So then it's going to go upstairs back to the fight, and it is going to be Elizabeth Chambers' turn, as suddenly she disappears from sight as well. There is a sound like a gunshot, and then suddenly uh, there is a crashing noise as Sophie is sent sprawling through a line of crates, sending uh, up shrapnel and wood behind her. She slowly gets to her feet, groaning as Elizabeth appears nearby. slowly cracking her knuckle.
1: There's suddenly the sound of, like, Dragon Ball Z instant transmission noises of all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, and then, after her, it is actually going to be Sophie's turn once again. So, yeah, uh, Sophie just growls deep in the back of her throat, disappears from sight again, as does Elizabeth, and suddenly, uh, anybody who's still upstairs, which is Adam, you can just hear a series of noises like, Boom, 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 boom! And, like, the motions of impact going off all around you. And then, yeah, they reappear once again. This time, um... Yeah, Elizabeth, uh... It looks as though she's suffering from a bit of a broken nose as she just reaches up and growling, cricks it back into place with a sickening. noise.
1: She's got so much cocaine in her system, she probably can't even feel pain.
0: Mm. Uh, not Elizabeth, but Sophie. Oh, but- Sophie, Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically, um, so you also look over and you see Sophie, and she is just grinning with that sort of, um, manic intensity that only comes with the most pure form of bloodlust possible.
2: Sorry, sorry, I think you meant maniac intensity. <laughs>
0: well, yes, to both. Hey, everyone, thanks for listening.
4: You can find us on Tumblr at listen to these nerds.tumblr.com.